Hey everybody, we create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place in God. Baby, you doing all right today? Yeah. She's so What's discombobulated. Wrong? Did I already say that? Y'all, y'all forgive my wife. She she didn't take her medicine this morning. No, she didn't take her medicine this morning. You know, she, baby, did you take your medicine? No, that's not right. Don't try to put that on me. Y'all pray for her. No. Everybody lift your hands and say, Pasuccini, take your medicine. Don't, that is, I, I am not on medication, you guys, for this. Are you having a hot flash? This is, you guys didn't give me clear instructions. Follow That's the, why. Follow me. Listen, I was following you and you guys told me we were Y'all pray for us today. We have so many bloopers this time, guys, because <laughs> they are giving me wrong information. So I thought he had already said that. So you're not in the spirit. <laughs> She's not in the spirit today, y'all. Y'all okay. pray for her. Josh, what's happening, man? You I'm doing cool. well? I'm chilling. You guys can see the little daughter and the first daughter is not here with us on the day. Y'all know last week we had one of those family interruptions while we were teaching faith interruptions right in the middle. We just kept on going, you know, this is how it is. You know, um, let's keep uh, the first daughter and the little daughter. Jaira and Chloe are fine. They're sitting on the side. Not They're participating. Okay. Not participating. Well, bless the name of the Lord. Let's all participate today as we get into this Thanksgiving week. Everybody's getting prepared to eat the turkey, whatever y'all gonna be eating. Just make sure that you be safe. Make sure you remember um, that if you're gonna have a lot of people at your house, um, kind of do it and stagger it if you want to. You know, have some over at 12, some over at three, and then just cut it off and you know have the big party around nine o'clock where you just invite certain people. What do you guys say, babe? I don't think we should be telling people how to social distance. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, guys, forgive us. Uh, let's rewind. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Enjoy yourself, have a great time, and enjoy family. Was that better? Is that better? <laughs> hey, guys, it's the Graves. Y'all know us. You know, you can come on some Sundays and we can be so deep you know, in worship, and then some Sundays we can just be us, having fun. Hey man, we're in this week, man. Last week was a great week, right baby? Faith interruptions, we started talking about that, where Abraham had to leave it all behind. He had to abandon what he loved the most. He had to start all over. I wanna get right to it. We're going back to Genesis 12, where God speaks to Abraham, and he tells Abraham to get up, leave your country, leave your family, leave your father's house to a land that I will show you. And something that uh, Pastor Cheney said, she said it was not a small thing. No. It was something that was big. It was something that God created so big that Abraham could not do it by himself. Faith is something that you cannot achieve by yourself. When God asks you to do something, he's gonna ask you to do it in such a big way that it's going to be impossible for you and I to do it without him. So I wanna talk about these two areas on today. Faith interrupted moments in your life. What am I gonna to have to do? How do I handle those moments? Just reminding you, he says, I need you to leave. Abraham has to leave it all behind. He has to start over in a new place. He has to abandon some things the most. But then I like this baby here, 
What do you do when you have limited instructions? Faith comes to interrupt your life purposely, intentionally, willfully. God comes in and he makes an interruption, a faith interrupted request in your life. What do I do? Man, I've got to leave it all behind. I've dealt with that. I've conquered that. I'm conquering, abandoning what I love the most. I'm conquering, starting over in this new place. But then I'm starting over, abandoning what I love the most, and I'm leaving it all behind on limited instructions. My God, when when you look at when you look at this lesson here, and 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 you look at uh, Genesis um, Genesis 12, there are limited instructions. He says, get up and go, leave your kin, leave your father's house to a land that I will show you, to a land. Come on now, uh, that means that Abraham hasn't seen the land yet. That means that with limited instructions, you've got to change your entire life. Faith does that. Yeah. I, I like that when we think about it. Uh, limited instructions, all I have is a word from God, Josh. Mm -hmm. Have you ever experienced that, Josh, where all you had is a word from God? Uh, come on, tell us about it. Come on, tell us a moment in your life. He's sitting there like, I, 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 all you have is a word from God. God wants you to step out. He comes to you in a dream. He comes to you through um, a vision. He even can come through you by watching a commercial on TV and something is sparked in your life. That, 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 that igniter of faith and passion is sparked for you to get up and do something crazy where everybody is going to look at you like you've just lost your mind. That is a faith interrupted moment that is happening in your life. Faith does not look reasonable. Faith has no reason to it. It looks crazy on all four sides. Get up and go at the age of 75. Don't take nothing else with you but just your possessions. Leave all the other stuff behind. Start over in a new place. But then I'm going to give you limited instructions on your journey. What does that look like, baby? Oh, so I guess since Josh doesn't want to talk. Oh, he started talking. Oh, do you have oh. something to say? So what does it look like, Josh? <laughs> Limited instructions, Because he, he did just switch right over you like, forget him. He wasn't ready. What does it look like, son? Limited instructions, man. Come on, talk to um, us. There was a point when we were in Atlanta, and mm -hmm. I was, I forget what I was doing. I was doing something in the room, and the Holy Spirit came to me out of blue and said, hey, uh, I need you to get your friend Ryan saved. And I don't know if you guys remember him, um, but there's his parents were atheists. And so I was like, oh, I can't, I can't do that. Like, I might get in trouble, and, you know? And uh, he kept telling me. And so I was just like, okay, well, how would I get him saved? And literally, uh, it was just like, well, you got to figure that out on yourself. And so wow. I went to my mom and I said, hey, God told me to get Ryan and them saved, and uh, I knew they were atheists. I didn't know if they knew, but um, I just, you know, one day we were all out playing with all the kids in the cul-de-sac, and I said, hey, Ryan, I said it out loud in front of everybody. I said, do you know Jesus? He looked at me and said, no. I said, well, 
I was told I was supposed to get you safe, so <laughs> can you come over here so I can get you safe? And he looked at me and said, hey, uh, my mom, like, we don't, we don't do God. And so I was like, well, I was told I was supposed to get you safe, so come over here because I don't want to get in trouble. <laughs> so he came over and it was so weird. He was very accepting of the fact gave his life to Christ right there you know I don't I don't know you know we were children like Dylan's age I don't know if it had any effect on him um, but that moment I was just like I just did it limited instruction sometimes can be uncomfortable for us what do you do when all you hear is just get up and go what do you hear when God says I need you to lead him to Christ it doesn't give you a plan, doesn't give you the option to say, you know, I'll do it in three months. No, 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 I, I need you to get that young man saved. I need you to go to him. And he uses an uncomfortable position because the young man is atheist. That's uncomfortable. It's very uncomfortable, it's very uncomfortable to know that that's your friend. You've accepted the fact that they don't believe in, in God and God comes to you as a child and says, go and give him the plan of salvation. You see, and that's, this, this, this is a great illustration of how our faith should be. But we, <clears throat> as adults, have allowed life situations to hinder us. But we're talking about a child able to hear the Spirit of the Lord tell him to do something mm -hmm. that he knew was no easy situation. Right. And so he asked, inquired, what do I do? But he had limited instructions. He just went and said, hey, this is what I'm supposed to do, so come on, let's go. And that's the way we should be. Mm. When we're given instructions, when the Spirit tells us something, when we know what the Spirit of the Lord has told us, that's how our faith should actually yeah, be. It good, don't baby. matter what's in front of me, it doesn't matter what I see, this is what the Lord said, so that's what it is. Hmm. Come on over here, I know you might not believe in God, but come on over here because this is what the Lord said and this is what we're doing. And that's how we should be in our everyday life. And see, what we need to understand that we find difficulty in this. Yes. We find difficulty in yes. not, sometimes we can find difficulty in hearing, but that, that's one thing. But when we actually hear, we're talking about hearing what the Lord said mm -hmm. and actually doing. We find difficulty in doing what the Lord has said because of our trust issue. Mm -hmm. Now, our trust issue, what has happened to us? What have we allowed to, to taint or, or, or tarnish our trust, our belief in God? Because God is who he said he is. God has done what he said he's going to do in our lives. We all have so many different Different examples, so many blessings that the Lord has bestowed upon us. So why is it that that situation is causing you to stumble? Why is it that situation is causing you to question whether or not you should believe, whether or not you should do what the Spirit is saying? What is it that you have that's penetrating your heart? What are your what, what's going on with your gates? What your eye gates, your ear gates, your mouth? What's going on? What is in your ear? What have you allowed to attach it? to you that has started to cause you to believe and to think that God is not going to do what he's already done several times for you before. 
When do you decide, why do you decide today this situation is not gonna come to pass? Just because it's a little difficulty? No, we should be as the child and say it don't matter. Come on over here because this is what the Lord said, so this is what it's gonna be. The faith of a child. The faith of a child. We can see, I, this is the first time I've heard this story. Mm -hmm. First time. I remember the Faith interrupted you moments in your life will come to challenge you to walk on limited instructions. I, I like what the Bible says. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When we are drawn out of the places of familiarity, it takes a tuned and prepared ear to hear the voice of God when he says, get up and go. When he, when he spoke to Josh as a child, he was very specific, limited instructions though. I need you to get up and go and get him saved. He didn't say how to do it. He didn't say when to do it. He didn't say where to do it. He, he didn't say take him behind the house. He walks out in faith in front of I don't know if they were playing or, or if everybody's outside and he says, I, I, I want to get you saved. Come on now, now who does that? You know, generally we were, we, you know, we were taught that, you know, you want to kind of build a conversation, but a lot of times faith is already operating in your life. And if you don't move in it every day, it becomes dormant in your life. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Limited instructions, get up and go to Atlanta. I, I, I need you to get up and I need you to do this. I, I, I need you to get up and go to full gospel every year and serve Bishop William Murphy and the ministry of worship and Bishop Paul Sylvester Morton and Bishop Walker and all of the full gospel fat limited instruction. Didn't know how we were going to get there. Didn't know where we were going to stay. Didn't know sometimes how we were going to put gas in our car. But God was saying, this is a place that you need to be once a year and traveling from Cleveland to Atlanta by car, not knowing if we were going to have enough food, limited instruction. When you get there, I'll use somebody to bless you. When you get there, you're going to have enough to survive, but you got to get there. You got to get on the road first. Come on now, come on now. You, you got to start traveling. You got to pack your car. You got to pack your bags. You got to pack your house. You, 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 you got to pack up so that you can move with limited instructions. And sometimes limited instructions in a faith interrupted moment in your family, in your life can be the greatest thing that can happen to you because too many instructions will give you too many ways to reason your way out of it. If God possibly would have told my son, Josh, I need you to go outside. I need you to lift up your hands and I need you to begin to speak in tongues and I need you to begin to prophesy that he will get saved. That's too many reasons. Josh would have said, lift up my hands and they're going to think I'm crazy. Speaking the Holy Ghost, they're really going to think I'm crazy. Prophesy, the man don't believe in God. But he uses his personality because they're friends already. Come on now, this faith interrupted moment that's happening in your life, God is using what you already have to get you through this next moment. He uses their friendship. He uses Josh's ability, to, he uses his personality. Hey man, you know, that was boldness. 
I don't know what occurred after that conversation. I don't know if they ever talked about God, but the seed was planted. Limited instructions. Come on now, let, let's keep building this. Last week we talked about you got to leave it all behind. You've got to abandon what you love the most and then starting over in a new place today with limited instructions. Somebody is sitting there today and all I hear is God say, keep moving, keep pushing, keep pressing forward. That's limited. Pressing forward through what? Keep moving through what? I, I, I got difficulty in my life. I done lost my house. I done lost my car. I done lost grandmama. I done lost my mom. I done lost my dog. I done lost my job. I done lost my bae. I done lost everybody, but I keep hearing this word, don't stop. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. You got to hear. You got to hear the voice of God by hearing his word, by hearing his voice. Limited instructions. Abraham conquers limited instructions, but then he has to deal with facing the impossibilities of life more than I can deal with. This is a lot, man. I, I, th this pandemic is, is, is good in, in some instances because in the beginning you were able to kind of relax, you were able to kind of get away, but now there is the fatigue because I'm back at work now and my children are there and I got to do groceries here. And if you're a single mom or a single dad, man, you, you don't have another person that's helping you and, and you're swapping children in and out and everybody's working together, trying to make it work. But I'm facing the impossibilities of life by a faith interrupted moment that is God-given, it's God-ordained, it's divine, it's intentional, it's purposeful. What do I do? I, I'm sitting here and I just don't know. I'm, I'm about to pull all of my hair out. I'm about to just, just go crazy. It's more than what I believe I can handle. What do you do? What do you do? Abraham did some things when God told him to leave. He grabbed his wife, he grabbed Lot, and they went. This is what you do, because you're gonna need to make sure that your cloud of witnesses believe the same, <laughs> can say the same. That's good stuff, And when baby. you feel like, what do I do? They can say, we gonna listen to what the Lord, the Spirit of the Lord said. It was like last week when you said, if I, if, if I say, let's go, would you go? I say, if the Lord said, let's go, then we, we have no choice but to go. And that's what we're gonna do. What, who is in your ear? Who are, who are the, the team members? Who's your team? Who you got? Yes. Who Holy do Ghost. you have yes. on your team? Yes. What are they saying to you? Does your team speak how you speak? Does your team, uh, is one of y'all speaking Spanish, the other one speaking French, the other one speaking German? Cause see, now we can't, we're not a team because we don't understand what each other are saying. Who do you have in your corner? Who do you have in your ear? Who do you have in your eyesight? Who are you fellowshipping with? Because we're all gonna be faced with uh, impossibilities in this life, in this lifestyle that we live. But there is a way that we can overcome. 
We overcome, we say by the word of our testimony, who's testifying to you? Whose testimony are you listening to? That's how you overcome, that's how you overcome impossible situations. Impossible. When you're facing impossible situations, you need your, you need your ear gate to be able to encourage your heart to let you know, yes, I, I hear you, I hear you, Holy Spirit. I am going forward. I am going. I am going. I am going. So who on your team? Who you got? You got me. We going. But who you got? Who you got? That's what you need to figure out. That's how you can overcome impossible situations. Who did you pick on your team? You know how you pick a team? You, you're playing, playing basketball and, and y'all get to picking teams. Nobody want the weakest player. Listen, if you're the weakest player, I suggest you get in your word and figure out what you need to do. But nobody wanted to pick the weakest player. Nobody wanted him. Who do you have on your team? Are you the weakest player? Nobody's picking you, so you left on the, on the sideline? <clears throat> Who you got on your team? It's impossible to please God without faith. I want to say that again. It's impossible to please God without faith. Without faith, God will never find pleasure in the works or deeds of man. If you can do it without faith, then you should rethink it over and see if it's God's agenda for your life. If you can complete the greatest and the biggest task in your life that causes you to leave it all behind, that causes you to abandon what you love the most, that causes you to start all over, that causes you to operate and walk out with limited instructions, facing the impossibilities of life where it seems more than what you can handle and you actually believe that you can overcome it by yourself, then that's not faith. That's just something that you, it's a great idea that you can accomplish. You got enough money, you got enough influence, you have enough people around you. I, 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 I'm always reminded of the Cleveland Cavaliers. <clears throat> Down 3-1 to a 73 winning team, Golden State. Greatest team probably in, in, in history in that, for, for that moment, 73 wins. Steph Curry breaks every record. You've got Klay Thompson, you've got uh, Draymond Green. Um, you got a team before Durant gets there. They won 73 games. They're up 3-1. The odds of a team coming back from 3-1 in the NBA Finals was never done. Zero, there is no record, there's no template, there is no model. Until Until one man sends out a text message to his team. After they go down 3-1, he sends and he says, we're gonna get on the plane and win one game. Sometimes all you need to do is just make one step you, you remember that, that that little saying if you take one step god will take two steps you know i know some of the you know church folk are gonna say no 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 god's no no but sometimes you need to take a step and then god will begin the step for you the cleveland cavaliers won that next game it's that team. It's 
Then he turns around and he says, all we need to do is win another game. But Draymond Green wasn't there and he was out of the game and that's how, who cares? At the end of the day, they have won 73 games and they were supposed to win game six in Cleveland where they had the champagne the year before they were like yeah man we remember what it smelled like man they were supposed to win had the parade set up and everything but another win you guys remember us teaching that lesson on momentum momentum is fueled by a series of wins come on now faith interrupted moments in your life are connected to the series of wins that you have already, that you have already placed, that have already been placed before you, that you have already overcome. You've already won the battle. Jesus has won the battle. God has won the battle. Mommy and daddy have won the battle. You're winning the battle. And now you're in a faith interrupted moment where life seems impossible. But here it is, it's your faith. If you can just stand up and say, all I need to do is take one step. All I need to do is take one step today, one step tomorrow, one step the next day, and the day after and the day after, and you look up and you're already at the top of the mountain, but it takes one step. Where it seems impossible, where life seems impossible. I could imagine Abraham on the journey leading his wife and his girl is saying, you got us out here, we're hungry, what the heck are we going to do? I don't have no family, I don't know where we're going, it's raining, I got to keep setting up tent, breaking down the tent. When are we going to get to the destination? Life seems impossible. Mm -hmm. I say she said that y'all always be trying to get out on the field. Oh, come on now. We're going to get out because we can feel what they're feeling. Come on now. You're going to be saying it. You know your girl going to be saying it. Come on, husband now. Come on. I need y'all to love on Pastor G right now. Get on my side. Come on, Jamon. Come on, Raymond. Come on now. I need y'all to talk with me now. Come on now, James. Come on, Reverend. Come on. That wife is going to be saying, where you dragging me to? Why we gotta leave now? It's Christmas, and I wanna spend time with my family Is for Christmas. We, that's how we say Y'all know that they're they gonna give you that neck. Come on, it. Carrie. I don't give neck. Come on, Tremaine. <laughs> they're gonna give you this. Mm, he didn't say that. You know, my wife said, only if God said it. No, I don't but God. do that. Oh, come I on. I do like this and like yeah. hand movements. My hands you know, be. Throwing their hands and, you know, did he say it? Did he say it? What did God say? <laughs> you know, there's a young lady named Carrie Felder that goes to our church. And I can imagine, uh-uh, now what did he say? I know, uh-uh, he ain't tell me. Like that? She does not talk like that. Oh, you know. Mm -hmm. Or you get Tremaine with her legs crossed and her legs are shaking. Like, I ain't paying no attention to that. That's Illuminati. <laughs> but but, but let's, 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 let's look at it. You know, our spiritual daughter, Tori Hart, mm -hmm. man, God tells her to go to Chicago. Yeah. And she's living in Chicago, yes. single mom, yes. doing it big, yes. recording, I mean, just living life. Went to a place not known. Not to a place not known. What do you do? When life just seems Everything impossible. Everything is Went to a she went to a place and I mean she has been there and I keep saying when are you coming back home I'm not she's not she just 
Got her license and everything. She's been there for the so long. The devil is a lie. She just solidified the deal. Tori Ann, <laughs> you belong to Cleveland. <laughs> I mean, when, when I think about it, you know, TJ, just up and just go. Yes. I mean, we have some great people here. You know, when, when God just uproots you and, and says, you know, I, I, I remember those moments in our life, but think about it. It's not easy, but when you have faith. Yeah. Come on, lift your hands. Yeah. I want you to just say this, my faith, my faith pleases, God. pleases God. And because my faith pleases God, God will allow, God will allow this, faith interrupted moment this faith interrupted moment to lead me to, lead me to the purposeful, to the purposeful land, land that he has created for me. That he has created Father, for me. Father, my prayer is that you will lead and that you will guide. Father, allow the faith interrupted moments that have come through family, that have come through personal decisions, O oh God, to not be abandoned by fear to not be abandoned by, by with the fact that I left it all behind. And, and because it's getting hard, I want to return back to my father's house. Father, you have already set before us a promise. So allow the limited instructions and the days where life seems impossible to become joyous in my life, to become a place where I'm able to find peace as, as Pastor Cheney prayed. Who, who's in your ear and who's on your team? You gotta know that God is for you and not against you. That God is with you. He's not away from you. He's just allowing you to grow up in this season. Father, our prayer is that you'll lead them and that you'll guide them. I want you to take some time and give right now. I want you to take some time and see the links there. The text to give link is right there. You can see the, the online giving right there, rockliferc.org. Give Lafay is there for you. I, I want you to sow a seed today for that faith interrupted moment that is occurring in your life right now. There's a faith interrupted moment that is going to cause you to grow in limited instructions. It's going to mature you and it's going to build faith in you. As life's journey seems impossible, God's going to grant you the strength. He's going to grant you the ability to make it through. Father, this is our prayer in Jesus' name. We create those relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. Come on, lift your hands. Come on, Josh, play that song. Father, we thank you just for a few moments. Somebody just needs to hear it. You deserve the praise. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Jesus. You deserve our praise. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Serve all praise. Worthy is your name. Worthy is your name. Jesus, you deserve all praise. Worthy. 
presence of God minister to you. You're hurting and you're broken and you just really feel alone right now. Just wondering how you're going to get through this moment. Wondering how God is going to make ends meet. What do I have in my hands in this season? I, 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 I've left everything behind. I've abandoned those things, but it just seems like, man, I'm sitting at the brink or I'm on the brink of just losing my mind. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve all praise. Worthy is your name. Let the tears fall. Worthy is your name, Jesus. You deserve. place in God. This is our prayer. May the Lord God bless and keep you. Happy Thanksgiving from the Graves family, the first family, from the Rock Church. We love you. Remain safe in Jesus' name. Amen.